Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Tool. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Tool. Good morning. Well, thanks for being in the house of the Lord today. And we've been in a series that we're kind of closing out this morning. We're going to be focused only on the Lord Jesus Christ tonight, only on the Lord Jesus Christ. And of course, we know all of those that were assembling, boy, their focus was centered on Christ, assembling around the Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to be in Luke chapter 1, if you'll turn there, Luke chapter 1. Of course, we saw the wise men traveled for months and miles. They traveled for months and miles. Uh, and, and then we saw the shepherds to assemble around Christ, to assemble around Christ. Uh, and then the shepherds traveled for five miles, and you say, uh, big whoop, I travel further than that. Uh, there was the chief uh, rulers, the religious leaders that wouldn't make that trip. Uh, there were the scribes that understood the scripture. Hey, they didn't make, it was the same distance, five miles. Uh, they didn't make that trip. And so uh, we saw, let's see, uh, the wise men, and then we saw uh, the shepherds, and then we saw how Joseph's world was turned upside down. Uh, in order for him, in order for him to be where God wanted uh, him, uh, and I've been so focused on four o'clock this afternoon that I forgot about uh, Mary's in my office on my desk. And so uh, we're talking about uh, of Mary. She's going to assemble from my office uh, uh, eventually. Uh, but uh, we're in Luke chapter one, looking at her perspective. Uh, today. Look at it, verse number 26. Uh, and the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin. Uh, and, and just in your mind as we go through this, notice the number of times that that's highlighted. Uh, anyone that would question the virgin birth has to deny the scriptures just in this passage uh, about five times. And, and so uh, came unto a a, 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 to a virgin, a spouse to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name, the virgin's name was Mary. Uh, there's twice already. Uh, and the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled. She was troubled uh, at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. Uh, and the angel said unto her, Fear not. Well, she's troubled, she's confused, she's, she's anxious, she's scared. Uh, and we know that because the angel said, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God, uh, and behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and, and shalt call his name, say it with me, Jesus. Jesus. There is a name uh, that's uh, higher, I love that song, uh, than, than any other name. Uh, his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. Boy, it's all about him, uh, all about uh, him. And so I want to look just at a, a few things that Mary would have been mulling over uh, during this pronouncement, uh, during that, that, that pregnancy, uh, that Mary would have been struggling with. In fact, put, uh, if you'll notice, uh, fearful possibilities that Mary felt, fearful possibilities that Mary felt uh, and, and, and then also realize we can have those same things, those same things. Number one, uh, she would have had the fear of rejection, uh, of rejection. Uh, a, a virgin uh, that's bearing a, a son, that, that fear of, uh, of rejection, uh, the fear of criticisms and attacks that she could face that we know that she, she did face. 
uh, for society, there would be a blackened reputation uh, because 30 years after Christ was born, uh, the Pharisees were still criticizing, they were uh, still attacking. Uh, uh, Sayest we not well that thou art a Samaritan? The Pharisees said of him, uh, meaning, yeah, you have a Jewish mom, Mary, yes, you have a Jewish mom, uh, but you're Ill- Ill- illegitimately, a Roman soldier was a dad. Uh, they, they weren't married illegitimately. Sayest we not well that, that you're half Jew, half Gentile, uh, thou art a Samaritan and hast a devil? Uh, that's why when they said, we be not born of fornication, to him, they were implying a whole lot more than just, we weren't born of fornication, uh, implying that, that you were. Uh, and so the rejection by society because of a blackened reputation, uh, but also the rejection by society because of a battered body. Uh, you see, the penalty still in that day for, for immorality, for for uh, immorality was stoning, and so that, that with society, blackened reputation, with society, uh, that battered body, but then with her spouse, uh, with her spouse, a broken engagement. And I mean, this is other than. Uh, this is outside of the box. Uh, she must have feared uh, rejection. Uh, yes, by society she did, uh, but even uh, by him. Uh, can you even imagine um, a fiancé coming to her uh, engaged uh, uh, fiancé saying, "Uh, guess what, I'm expecting a child. Can anybody imagine that at all? Uh, And I've still been faithful. I'm virgin. uh, I haven't been with anyone. Can you imagine that at all? It's so extraordinary, so uh, out of the ordinary, so, so, so outside of the box. She must have thought, even Joseph contemplated, he being a just man, uh, not willing to put her away publicly, willing to put her away uh, privately because he loved her that much. But uh, that, that rejection, fear of, uh, of rejection, I think we can get that at times. But now number two, uh, she must have possible fears that Mary felt, uh, the fear of the unknown, the fear of the unknown. Boy, how's this going to happen? Uh, I, I don't really get how uh, this is possible. I, I've never been with anyone. The fear of the unknown, 31. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son. Uh, now, biologically, I'm not sure how this is going to happen. Uh, 34. Uh, then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be, seeing I know not a man? Is anybody putting yourself in the story here? Uh, biologically, uh, logically, uh, I, I don't understand uh, how this can be. 35, uh, and the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, uh, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Uh, therefore, uh, also, the holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Boy, fear of rejection. Fear of the unknown. But then, of course, uh, fear of inadequacy. Fear of inadequacy. And so you're telling me that, that my son is going to be the son of God? Uh, my son uh, that I'm going to raise is God himself? Uh, the fear of inadequacy. Okay, right up here. Uh, you remember when um, you had your first child? Remember that? I remember being in that uh, that delivery room vaguely, I, uh, you know, I, anyway, uh, that, uh, and just the reality of, uh, uh, wow, things have changed, things are different, uh, I don't know that I'm ready, I think even more than marriage, 
uh, that responsibility. I need to make sure that I, that I grow. It's not just me anymore. There's, there's another one. There's another uh, 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 extra one now uh, that I need to take care of. That, that feeling of inadequacy, will I be able to parent him? Will I be able to, to, to raise him? Uh, and then multiply that inadequacy by infinity because your son is going to be God himself. At 31. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, shall bring forth a son. Thou shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. She must have felt overwhelmed that fear of rejection, overwhelmed, that, that fear of the unknown, overwhelmed, that feeling, that feeling, that fear of inadequacy. And then number four, quickly, uh, put down also uh, the fear of change. For her, everything changed. For her, uh, nothing was going to be like it was. Uh, your planning that you had, just take it off the board, uh, that, 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 a vision, the dreams, the goals that, that you were looking forward to no longer in play. Uh, the fear of change. And, 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 and the, the thing I want you to notice is what she went through uh, uh, magnified, magnified uh, is emblematic of what we also can go through when God says, do this or do that. Uh, or give your life to me, or even your finances, your schedule, your budget, uh, your, your, your family, uh, we can have those same fears of rejection, fears of uh, the unknown, fears of uh, inadequacy, and fears of change. But the big part is she didn't let her fear freeze her up. She didn't have that fight or flight uh, mentality. Uh, she didn't let her fear paralyze her. And so uh, we saw uh, quickly uh, that the possible uh, fears, the fears uh, that, that Mary could have possibly uh, faced, but, but how does she respond to that? Uh, I mean, when you have that fear of rejection, how should you respond to that? Uh, when you have that fear of the unknown, how should you respond to that? Uh, when you have that fear of inadequacy, and we all have them, uh, we all have those fears that, at some time or another, uh, that, that fear of change. I, I like the fact that in our text, we not only see the problem, uh, the possible fears, uh, the fears, that, the fearful possibilities that, that Mary felt. We also see the, the faithful promises that Mary found. The answer to those fears. The answer to those fears. And so put down uh, point number one. Uh, be at church tonight at 4 o'clock. No, that's not in there. I don't need to wait. But uh, number one, um, uh, we're going to leave our stuff, save our seats now. I I'm telling you, uh, 3 o'clock, nothing. It'll flood, uh, fill. Uh, but, but number one, for the fear of rejection put down, develop an awareness of God's presence. Develop an awareness. When you have that fear of rejection, when you have that fear of someone's going to unfriend me, <laughs> uh, when you have that fear of, uh, of they're going to attack, they're going to criticize, that, that fear of rejection, uh, uh, develop an awareness of God's presence. God will never reject you. Uh, look at verse number 28. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail thou that art highly favored. Look at the next phrase. 
The Lord is with thee. Say that with me. The Lord is with thee. And can I say, child of God, uh, if you have that fear of rejection, don't ever forget the Lord is with you. The more we recognize God's presence, uh, the more we'll realize God's peace. Uh, the more we recognize that uh, if everyone rejects me, there, there's one that will never. Let's see, John chapter 6, how does it go? It says, uh, he that cometh to me, Christ said, I will in no wise cast out. I like Hebrews 13 where it says, I will never leave thee. I will never forsake thee. In fact, usually the Bible connects the two. Fear not, for I am with thee. Fear not, for I am with thee. Fear not, for I am with thee. Hey, when you recognize God's presence, you develop an awareness of God's presence, that fear will dissipate. That fear will dissipate. I like how uh, Matthew's account puts it when, uh, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall uh, bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with uh, us. Uh, the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, uh, is walking with us. Uh, he's indwelling us if you're a child of God. Uh, and, and so, it's not something that's automatic. It's something that has to be developed. Look at verse number 29. And when she saw him and she heard him saying, the Lord is with thee, she was troubled at his saying, and here it is, cast in her mind, pondering, thinking about, meditating on, cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And then in chapter 2, verse 19, but Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her a heart. And so it wasn't necessarily a light switch that, that, okay, I wasn't aware of God's presence. Oh, I'm always aware of God's presence. Uh, it was something that had to be developed. Uh, something that, that the more we're aware of God's presence, the less fear uh, we'll have. Fear of rejection. Hey, God will never reject you. Uh, the fear of abandonment. God will never abandon you. Uh, the fear of aloneness or loneliness. Hey, God will never leave you uh, alone. And so the fear of people walking away is trumped by uh, an awareness that God will never uh, walk away from you. Uh, I think that's why uh, Isaiah says, uh, he will keep them in perfect peace. Perfect peace, that troubled, anxious, fearfulness. Uh, he will keep them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. The more we're aware of God's presence, the more we're aware of God's presence. Genesis 26, Isaiah 43 says the same thing. Fear not for I am with thee. And so number one, uh, when you have that, that fear of rejection, boy, it's trumped by uh, developing an awareness of God's presence. Put down number two. Number two. Uh, for the, the fear of the unknown, the fear of the unknown, what's going to come next? What's going to happen next? Uh, next week, next month, uh, next year. Uh, I, I, I'm just so anxious about the future uh, for the unknown. Put down number two, devote yourself to God's plan. For rejection, develop an awareness of God's presence. He's here. He's with me. He indwells me. He'll never forsake me. He'll never reject me. Uh, but then the fear of the unknown, 
Boy, uh, lean on, rely on, develop, devote uh, yourself to God's plan. Listen, God has a customized plan for you. God has a plan for you. Um, um, uh, God's going to be with you. Uh, God has a wonderful uh, future uh, that he's planned uh, for you, for the fear of rejection trumped by God's presence. The fear of the unknown, uh, it's trumped by God's plan. Look at 31. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb. He's given her details. Okay, I know you're going to be a little nervous about the unknown. Here, let me go ahead and put in, put in some details. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son. Shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great. Shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. He shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. Uh, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Right about here, I'd raise my hand and say, I have a few more questions. And so uh, I, I get the broad brush of your plan. Uh, I'm, uh, I, I've never known a man, uh, and the Holy Ghost is going to come upon me, uh, and the power of the highest is going to overshadow me, and all of a sudden uh, I'm going to be expecting the Son of Hey, uh, I have some more questions. Uh, but listen, God doesn't always give us the whole plan. But God always gives us enough of the plan for us to take the next step. God doesn't always give us the whole plan, but God always gives us enough of the plan for us to take the next step. And, by the way, we walk by faith, not by sight anyway. Would anybody agree with that? It's a lot like uh, driving uh, home from a restaurant in the dark uh, your headlights don't brighten every single inch of that road home. Uh, your headlights simply illuminate uh, enough of the road for you to take the next step, you to take the next step, for you to take the next turn. Uh, and then your headlights, uh, they only project out about 120 feet, uh, give you enough light, enough light, enough light, to go a little further, enough light, to take the next turn, enough light, uh, enough light. Uh, and when we're focusing our faith on him... He always gives us enough of the plan for us to take the next step. Look at 38. Look at her response. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. I, I still have a couple of questions, but be it unto me according to thy word. In spite of my fears, the fear of rejection, uh, blackened reputation, the fear of rejection, uh, a battered body, the fear of rejection, a, a broken engagement, uh, and the fear of the unknown, be it unto me uh, according to thy word. Uh, Lord, even if you have to turn my world upside down, was anybody here last week? Uh, even if you have to turn my world uh, upside down. And, and uh, let me say just quickly, when God starts unfolding his plan for your life, it's always going to involve two things. There's always going to be a risk, and there's always going to be a cost. There's always going to be a risk, and there's always going to be a cost. What did she risk? Well, she risked her reputation. She risked her friendships. Uh, she risked everything. She risked everything. Hey, uh, what was the cost? She was 70 miles away in Nazareth, uh, 2,300 feet downhill uh, in the third trimester, late in the pregnancy. Mary was great with child. 
uh, and the risk and the, the, the cost was, was incredible. Uh, but it wasn't uh, her uh, mantra to, uh, well, uh, I should be able to assemble anywhere, anytime, anywhere, anytime. Uh, I'm going to sleep in. I'm going to stay home. I have the presence of Christ uh, right here, uh, right here. Maybe a little lower. I don't know. But anyway, uh, right here. I, I, I have the presence of Christ. No, no, God had a place and a time. God has a place and a time where he wants us to assemble. Uh, and it's always going to have a risk. It's always going to have a, a cost. That reminds me a little bit of uh, David and Arana. Uh, when David wanted to sacrifice on that uh, threshing floor and uh, and. Uh, uh, the man said, well, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. And David said, no, I'm going to pay the price. I'm going to pay the price because I'm not going to offer a sacrifice to God that cost me nothing. And, and too many times, this country club, comfortable kind of a Christianity, uh, they, want, they want the Lord kind of as an add-on, kind of as an add-on, uh, as he benefits me, as he blesses me. Uh, then, yes, I want him to be with me. But boy, if there's a risk, boy, if there's a cost, then, then wait a second, hold up. Uh, I didn't sign up for this. Uh, and so uh, we not only see the, the fears that she had, that, that fear of rejection was answered by developing an awareness of God's presence, and then the, the fear of the unknown uh, is answered by uh, devoting myself to God's plan. God, I want your will. I want your will. I want your plan. Uh, we understand, right, that God's plans for us are better than our plans for ourselves. We, we agree with that, right? Uh, even to the point of the garden when, when the Lord said, um, hey, Lord, remove this cup from me. Hey, Lord, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will be done, but thine, thy will be done. Uh, and the will of God, proving what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God for your life. God's plan is always good and perfect and acceptable. The fears, we all have them, rejection, fears, unknown. Uh, and now the fear of inadequacy. Put down number three, delight in God's power. Delight in God's power. You say, well, pastor, I feel inadequate. It's because you are. Uh, I feel inadequate because I am. Uh, I am inadequate to do what God has for me to do. Look down at verse number 34. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also the holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. 37. For with God nothing shall be impossible. Uh, I want God to do something through me that I couldn't possibly do without him. Uh, I want God to do something with me that I couldn't possibly do without him, his power, his power. Uh, I want to live my life, give my life to something that's bigger than my life, my sacrifice, my service, my uh, ministry, my hopes, and my, my dreams. And if an unsaved person can walk in your shoes, you may not be taking big enough steps. 
If an unsaved person can get up on Sunday morning and dress and then come schedule and then go back home, if an unsaved person could, could take my place with nothing changes, hey, I may not be taking big enough steps for the Lord. There's pastors every once in a while that have seen Rosedale 27 years ago and have seen Rosedale and have heard the story about Rosedale that'll say, hey, Scott, too old pastor, how'd you do that? And my answer is, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. God did that. I didn't do that. God did that. Hey, how can you raise two kids in the society we live in? Hey, I didn't do that. God did that. I want to live where, where the only explanation for, for what's done is, to God be the glory. Boy, to God be the glory. And that's what Mary did. Look down at verse number 46. And Mary said, my soul doth, here it is, magnify the Lord. And my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty, for he that is mighty, I didn't do that, God did. For, for he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. Well, I think about the 12 spies, those uh, 10 that had a small view of God, had a big view of their problems. Uh, those 10 that came back saying, no, everyone over there are like giants, and uh, every city is walled up under the heaven. Uh, if you have a small view of God, you're going to have a big view of your problems. Uh, but the two, Joshua, Caleb, uh, who had a big view of God, a big view of God, had a very small view of their problems. It's no big deal for God. Uh, yeah, we're like grasshoppers in their sight, but they're like grasshoppers in God's sight. Delight in God's power. Delight uh, in God's power. Put down number four, we're done. Uh, and so that fear of rejection is answered by develop an awareness of God's presence. He'll never leave you. He'll never reject you. Uh, and then the fear of the unknown is answered by devoting myself to God's plan for my life. God's plan uh, for my life. And then uh, the feeling of inadequacy. I feel inadequate because I am without him. Uh, the feel of, uh, feeling of inadequacy uh, is answered by delighting in God's power. Delighting in God's power. We need that for our families. We need that for our homes. We need that for our ministries. We need that to live the Christian life. Because the Christian life can't be lived without Christ. The Christian life can't be lived without Christ. And lastly, the fear of change. The fear of change. Well, well, what does the future hold? And uh, some things may have to change, and some things are going to change. And I'm, I'm just not sure about that, that, that change. Number four, depend on God's promises that never change. Depend on God's promises that never change. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. It's settled uh, in heaven. Uh, and I want to settle my life on something that's forever settled uh, in heaven. And by the way, that's what the wise man, uh, I will liken unto a wise man. Uh, is he that heareth my words and doeth them? Uh, I will liken unto a wise man that built his house on the rock. Uh, and so for the feeling of that fear of, that fear of change, uh, I need to depend on God's promises. Look at 38. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it unto me according to thy word, even if you have to turn my world upside down. Uh, I'm standing on the promises of Christ my King. Look at 54. 
Uh, he hath helped his servant. He hath opened his servant Israel uh, in remembrance, in remembrance of his mercy, uh, held them. Uh, as he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, the word, the word, the word, the word. Uh, and in her praise, you see uh, quotes and references to the word of God over and over uh, and over again. Uh, because she'd been reading the Word of God, uh, over listening to the Word of God, over and she'd been taking in the Word of God over and over and over again. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Great peace, great peace. Uh, peace is a calmness when the health is perfect. A great peace is a calmness when sickness comes. Uh, peace is a calmness when the job couldn't be better. A great peace, God's peace, is a calmness when the job has just been lost. A, a peace is when, uh, I don't know that uh, anything needs to change, everything, smooth sailing, hey, that's peace, that's peace, that's, that's the world's peace, and God says, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. Give I unto you. It's a peace that passes all understanding. And it comes from building our life on the eternals. On God. On the word of God. 45. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Um, I, I almost want to do a survey, and I'm probably not going to do the survey, but my hand would be up for all of them. You ever had a fear of rejection? Or a fear of the unknown? Or a, a fear of inadequacy? Uh, or a, a fear of change? When things hit hard and turbulence blows into your heart like a wild wind, before you do what so many of the world does, by the way, and this is my last, by the way, okay? So, um, a lot of times when we're going through struggles and problems and suffering, we think, I'm the only one that's ever had to go through this. I'm the only one that's ever had to go through this. I think the only one that could rightly say that is Mary. <laughs> uh, that virgin birth. I'm the only one that's ever had to go through this. And so keep in mind, uh, we all go through stuff. Uh, the stuff you're going through, other people have gone through that same stuff. But here, Mary, uh, that quintessential example of someone that might have the fear of rejection, might have the fear of the unknown, might have uh, the fear of inadequacy, and might have uh, the fear of change. Well, let's respond the way, the way she responded. Uh, before the turbulence flies in and blows your life into a place of prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. To the place of, uh, like the chaff which the wind driveth away, before it blows in and blows your life around. Uh, unstable as water, Reuben, thou shalt not uh, excel. Uh, Ephesians, tossed to and fro with every wind, to and fro uh, with every wind, before you uh, end up all over the board, headed 15 different directions, no real compass, uh, simply randomly flying everywhere. Well, let's respond the way Mary did. Stable. Anchored, because she tied herself to God's presence. Uh, she, she tethered herself to God's plan. 
Uh, she uh, was aware of God's power, and she anchored herself in God's promises. And so I'd like to just close the service, just all of us, thanking God for, if you're a child of God, God's presence, uh, and relying on God's power, uh, uh, and uh, thanking Him for God's promises, which we studied, which we looked at, and submitting ourselves to God's plan. Let's anchor, let's anchor, let's be steadfast, unmovable, anchored in Him. And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org. Join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.